world's on fire. <laughs> yeah. But you, know, you, got you just got to keep moving. All right, Craig. Well, thanks for doing this, dude. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you coming down. I thanks. know you're only here for a couple of days in Tampa, but thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. So what's uh what's your story? What's your background? Where are you from, and and uh, how long have you been doing comedy? I'm uh, Los Angeles, born and raised, born in Harbor City, and raised in Torrance and Lameda, and then I'm half Mexican, half white, okay. half white boy, um, German, English, Mexican. My dad's white, my mom's brown, and uh, yeah, just uh, got in the game at like 25 or 26. Uh, did improv first before stand-up because I was mm-hmm. terrified of it at the Second City. And then after I went through that program, I started hitting stand-up pretty hard. And that was probably about nine years ago. So I guess in the Damn. game, like a decade or 11, but uh, stand-up consistently. I don't really count the first two years because I did it like twice a year, you know. I don't yeah. know what to call that. But uh, I'd just say a cool decade. Yeah. Average up or down, I don't know. <laughs> And then yeah, it's it's cracking now. I'm I'm uh, I'm going everywhere. You're cracking. You're full tilt. You're traveling the yeah. you're traveling the damn country, man. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's crazy. I I prayed and wished for this my whole life, and then I got it. And I'm like, oh man, I'm never home. And it's like, <laughs> oh, this is tiring. It's a beautiful problem, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a little homesick. I'm not gonna lie, because I'm I'm just gone all the time. Yeah. 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 Look at my flights and shit. It's just like do 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 do, and just I'm hopping like, oh. everywhere. <laughs> well, you're one of the last comedians that have stayed in California, right? Like they all moved out, or they're all moving out. Right? Uh, yeah, good chunk. They're all following all, the all the, the Almighty Lord and Savior Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Joe's the man, but I'm 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 L.A. baby. Hell so, yeah. Um, yeah, I I think it's actually great. I think it's great. I don't know. There's mixed reviews on the internet. You see a lot of haters out there. I'm like, what? who cares? Austin's, I don't think Austin will ever become like an L.A. or New York. No. But it's a great scene, mm-hmm. and it's just leveling out the playing field. I heard. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who said that, but I heard that, and it's right. It's just creating another hub. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Like, yeah. people are such haters. It's just creating more work for everybody. Right. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And when the big dogs leave, it gives... Uh, you know the the up and comers chance to rise up, so it's right. it's a win for everybody. Right, and then there's more work here, and there's more work there. There, and everyone talks shit. I'm like, you idiots. Yeah, it's, it's literally a win win. Yeah. yeah, and you're talking shit. Hey, comics are the most hateful people on earth, dude. <laughs> dude, I was listening to uh, Tim Dillon's podcast a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how much he hates Austin. It's so that guy is so fucking funny, dude. dude. It's insane. He goes, yeah. he goes. I'm fucking done with this hellhole. Yeah. He's like, the food sucks. You got to put in your reservations seven mu- seven weeks early just to eat some shitty brisket. And, yeah. and he talks about like the shitty rivers you float around in. Terry Black's barbecue is the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. In so Texas? he's wrong about that, but okay. he's right about everything else. <laughs> that man is so funny. That guy just spits fire, bro. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, oh, dude, I was Austin dying is a bit laughing. of a... Uh, I love Austin, uh, and I've worked there a few times, and I'm, you know, but, uh, you know, I went down by the uh, freeways. It's a bit of a shithole, but I'm not, you know, so was L.A. I'm not one, like, there's just homeless epidemics happening, and, uh, you know, my heart goes out to them, but, yeah, it's just sad and awful. There's just needles and Mm -hmm. shit, and and, uh, some guy on this podcast, I believe Connor Wonders, he said, like, Joe Rogan ruined Austin. It was a joke, but he's like, the homeless, you know, was in L.A., and then he moved to Austin, and he's like, it came with him. <laughs> they followed him. <laughs> it was funny, because I was like, it looked like it. it's true, you know, but it's obviously not. It was a joke. Yeah, I just started following one of those, uh, is that Instagram profile all about, like, gutter people. It's called Gutter People of Los Angeles. It's or whatever. so it sad and dark, but up fascinating, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to watch it, but you're just like, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't remember it ever being like that. The pandemic amplified it by ten, man, and the and the cops stopped policing or doing anything yeah. about it. Uh, and I don't know if that's policy or if because they're pissed off, everyone was protesting against them. But uh, mm. I'll say this: I did notice after the protest, they're a lot slower to get to the crime scene. You know, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, yeah, all right. You know, the reason we're talking shit is because of the. Murder, you know, right. it seems reasonable to stop right. shooting unarmed humans. Yeah. Well, didn't that guy just get sentenced to like 22, 22. years? 22.5. Should oh, yeah. have been 30. Yeah, he just got sentenced last uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
max the max was 30 and he got yeah. 22 five anyways that shit's fucking awful and he'll probably only do 10 if he behaves yeah he'll probably get, get he'll probably early early out like after 10 years or something. 10 maybe who knows 15 I don't, yeah i don't know how cops do in prison but i imagine yeah. it's not if he good. makes it that long you yeah. think he'll get protective custody? You think he'll get like protected? Sure I will. think he has to, or yeah. he'll get chived in oh, the shower yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Like day one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I imagine they'd have to put him in protective custody. I'm sure. Yeah, I've only uh, spent overnight in jail. I'm God, God bless my mama who bails me out. Hmm. Uh, What'd you go to jail for? Just stupid shit. Just threw firecrackers at uh, police officers on horses and stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly yeah yeah no it was an awesome. accident and uh yeah, of course you know just that's why you offered me a beer i was like i'm retired and that's you're why retired. that's why you're not drinking it or you just don't drink this early no i don't drink i'm sober oh you're sober okay yeah. so you used to drink you had a drinking problem yeah oh, okay hence the story of the firecrackers how old are you 37 37 okay yeah. cool how well so how long have you been sober i would it's going to be eight years, August 10th, but I started smoking weed like three months ago, so I'm California sober or whatever, but... Uh, <laughs> three months ago? Uh-huh. Wow. Or something like that. I don't even remember, but uh, very recently, yeah, the pandemic hit and just some, you know, dark shit, and I was like, man, fuck this. I had never... I never, I, Weed saved my life from, you know, uh, pills and narcotics and whatnot yeah. and alcohol, so I never really uh, had a beef with it, but I just had to put everything down to get to where I was going because I'm just, I have a voracious appetite and yeah. I like to go hard at whatever I'm on. And I know like stoners are uh, critical people too. Like I, 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 I started smoking weed at 12 years old, right? I'm a yeah. huge advocate of pot, but it can ruin your life, motherfuckers. I've <sighs> seen it happen. There's the guys that just don't leave their home. Yeah, it doesn't ruin your life in the sense you smoke crack and lose your family and your teeth. Right, but you don't do shit. And I always say this analogy: like if you're smoking weed like Snoop Dogg, but you're not fucking Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. put the pipe down, bro. You work at Starbucks, dude. You're not there yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you live with your mom, bro. Chill out. You yeah. know, go get life. Then chief up all you fucking want. Cheech and Chong. Man. Yeah, yeah. And if you ain't Cheech and Chong, if you ain't Wiz Khalifa, if you ain't uh, Doug Benson, whoever's got a career and is a huge stoner, then chill the fuck out because you're slowing your shit down. And That's that was my point. whole point. That's and all really these stoners point. are like, I'm like, dude, I've smoked from 12 to 29. That's 17 years, motherfucker. Like, I'm on your side. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just you know, yeah, yeah. Take it balance, for what it is. fucking balance. Yeah. It's all about balance. No, I'm a I'm a super fucking lightweight when it comes to anything, especially weed. Like I can't. I we eat these. I eat these. Get these little edibles. These little square edibles that I probably like. I don't know. Maybe they're twenty milligrams, whatever. My wife can eat a whole one, no problem. She smoke a joint, eat a whole edible. I only can eat like a little bit of a quarter of one, or else I'll have a full blown panic attack. <laughs> That's like my girl. Like I'll, I'll she, I. And she's built up her tolerance a little bit. I had five milligram gummies. She took a bite of one. We're watching like fucking Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, <laughs> of course, right? And then I look over and it looks like she's passed out on heroin, just like this, <laughs> in Gone. her chair, yeah. like this. I'm like, how does that? You ate two milligrams, you know? Uh, I'm the same exact yeah, fucking it hits way. Some people I'm the hard. same exact way. I did grow up though. Like I, I, I give this analogy too. Uh, like. I used to smoke the whole fucking joint to the head. Hey, that's not necessary, you know. Now I take like two to four hits. I get a little high. I put it out. I, I go back to it, you know, two yeah. to four hours later, and I'm yeah. functioning. Like I right. go, I get to work. It right. helps me with my anxiety and shit. Yeah. And uh, and then, but if I smoke the whole joint, then it amplifies my anxiety, and I'm just in my head like I suck. Yeah. I'm not funny, you know, like yeah. that. And it's so weird how like just. A little bit's perfect. It's yeah, just, yeah. it's just, it makes life easier. Food's better, sex better, all yeah. that shit. A lot of it, you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> What's the Simpsons? Uh, remember the dude who told us the Simpsons quote. The Simpsons character said, "I don't even need drugs to enjoy this, just to enhance it." Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> I think yeah. it was Curly, maybe. But I yeah, figured. no, you gotta like, it's like a fine line. You gotta be able to dance. It's, it's hard sometimes. You know, it's, you gotta either you, gotta, you can't take too little, you can't take too much. As long as you're like dancing like a fine line. It like 
just benefits like work especially for me yeah like work like if i'm even like doing something like editing or whatever and i, t I eat like the, or smoke the perfect amount or eat the right amount of an edible i could just be like hyper focused on something it's for, fabulous. for a long it's time it's fabulous <clears throat> i even noticed my girl my fans my podcast producer noticed they're like you speak better you know yeah. like it slowed me down to where i could actually spit my words out <laughs> uh correctly and then uh and uh Obviously, those sometimes it was too high and yeah. was not the case. But uh, you know, when it was that perfect little balance, just a couple hits, some good sun and soil, organic Kush. Yeah. You know, I'm a hippie. I like I like. A, What's the name of your podcast? Community service. Community service. God, you guys do no research, mm -hmm. huh? No, I know. I was just, <laughs> I, I was I was just teeing you up for it. So, uh, how many episodes do you do? Do you do an episode every week, or how often do you? Yeah, do them? I do a weekly episodes. Community service drops every Wednesday. I drop the ball on this tour a couple times just because I've been gone like the whole month. Yeah. But as soon as I get back to LA, I'm going to stack episodes and that will never happen again. Do you, do you do them remotely most of them or do you do a lot I of do them it, in person? Uh, no. You do them in person? Yeah. Oh, cool. I saw you had Bill Burr. You were talking that about That was Bill the Burr. one remote uh -huh. podcast I did because it's Bill fucking Burr. Right, yeah. Any of my friends asked, want to do Zoom? Like, no. Yeah. Bill Burr. Like, like, you're okay. not Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, costs, yeah. Like, you got, it's way harder. It's Techno, I like it costs more money. I'm just sure. like, nah, man. Like, you get, you get down to my place. come over here. Yeah. yeah, Bill Burr wants to do Zoom. He can do, he Zoom. Can do Zoom. I'll fucking Hell Zoom yeah. him from Mars. I'm right, like, whatever you want. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Yeah. What was that like, man? That was cool, huh? I was shitting my pants, yeah. dude. Uh, I am just so lucky that he saw my shit on the internet, and then he 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 likes me. Did he it. reach out to you? Or uh, yeah. Well, I or asked you had, him like, connection. Well, that I did like twenty shows with them, and he it, mm. when you're I worked Comedy Store, Laugh Factory, Improv, in Hollywood and shit, and I'd mm. MC a lot, and I'd get to work with big dogs like Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, okay. Sarah Silverman, all you know, it was so dope. Cool. And so I work with them in that capacity a bunch. But when you're the MC, they don't see your sex. They show up later, and you do your time. You do ten, fifteen up top, mm. and he's usually up last. Or, you know, like he didn't see. So he knew who I was, just like, oh, I know that guy's face. Like, right. I've seen him around, you know. He's always here. He's a comic. Right. And then uh, and then he saw, later he saw my shit on the internet. This is like, over four years, I maybe did like, you know, 10, 15, 20 shows. I don't know. Uh, quite a bit of shows. Like, mm -hmm. And then he saw my shit on the internet. And then he's, he, he stopped me at the comic store. He's like, hey, man. He's like, I didn't know you were funny. And then, <laughs> and, you know, because it's true. It's true. Yeah. It wasn't a shot or nothing because you... You right, don't you know until know you see someone go up or you see their shit online. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, you're, you're fucking weird, huh? And I was just like, <laughs> I, was, I, was on, I was literally like this. Like, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. You know, I was so happy. He's like, yeah, man, you're funny. And, and, then, and then he flagged me down again, and he told me, he showed his wife my videos of getting raided. I got raided by the cops, and my buddy was the cop pointing a shotgun at my heart. It's a crazy story. What? Anyway, yeah, it's fucking nuts. And then he saw that, and he said he showed his wife, and I was just like, my mind exploded. I was yeah. like, dude, you're my hero. Like, and he's watching your video. Yeah, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Like, a dream came true. And uh, and then uh, I did a couple shows. The pandemic hit. This was pre-pandemic. And then the pandemic hit, and then I didn't see him for like six well, months until we L.A. started to open. And then I was doing a bar show with him at my buddy Mark Hayes, my Irish buddy, and uh, Josh Adam Myers, another good friend of mine. He was on the show, and I was like, hey, I got my 100th episode of my podcast coming up. I want to ask Bill. And he's like, well, does he know you? You know, like, do yeah. you have a relationship? I was like, yeah, he, he, he likes me. He said I was funny. He's like, yeah, fucking ask him then, you know? Yeah. Um, because if you don't have a relationship, you're just kind of an asshole. You yeah, know? it's kind of weird. And then I stood up. I bring up Josh's name because I, I credit him for me asking him. Because I stood up to go ask him. And then I bitched out. And I sat back down. I was like, oh, I'm scared. I don't, don't want to <laughs> oh, do it. Shit. And he's like, get the fuck up. He's like, you go ask him. And I was like, all right. And I got up. And I was like, excuse me. You know, like, like may I please? Mr. Uh, Burr. Will you <laughs> yeah, request? Yeah. Uh, could you please uh, do it? And he just said, yeah, I'll do it. What is it? You know? And I was just like, that's how cool he is. Yeah, he didn't even know cool, what man. it was. I was like, oh, it's my podcast. That's so sick. And then he's like, yeah, give me your number. And then and then uh, I was like, what? And he said, yes. And then he set to do it for my 100th episode. And then he goes, hey, kid, you know what? I booked uh, SNL. Uh, I can't do it. Can we do it next week? And I was like, yeah man yeah <laughs> you know of course right and so he ended up being the 102nd episode 
because he was gone to New York, and he's yeah. like, "Don't tell anybody. It's not announced yet." And I was just felt so cool, you know. That I was you like, knew, yeah, I was talking like, what to the you. Fuck planet am I on, dude? <laughs> yeah. You know. Wow. And it's then surreal. he and then he did SNL and then he did my podcast and that's why he's the goat man that's like so sick. that's so he goes dumb. from NBC the biggest one of the biggest most iconic shows ever yeah to my little hippie ass's podcast is helping me out yeah, you know what so I mean rad. what a crazy world man that guy's the fucking the shit dude God bless him his uh. Now, he's, like, one of the guys, one of the rare guys, like, that's similar to Tim Dillon in the way that he can just talk by himself, right? Yeah. He can just, like, sit there and banter forever about and just talk shit. It's so hard to do that and make it that good consistently. Like, I'll do solo episodes, and some of them are hits. And some of them, like, oh, man, I don't know. You know, like maybe we'll edit that a little bit. It's so, to keep that for an hour or more by yourself. Yeah, that's hard. You know, it's so hard. So I like to have guests. It just yeah. helps, you know. Yeah, I've never done a solo one. I probably yeah. never will. It's nah. It'd be fucking so boring, hard, bro. You Can't better imagine. have some notes. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> That's all I got to say. You Those guys loaded, just riff. Ready to go. Just riff gold. And you're just yeah. like, what are you guys? Tim's is funny because he can make fun of his producer guy. The guy yeah. that sits there with the yeah. computer. Like, that's funny. because I that love that guy, too. He, he just, just laughs. Ben, ben right? Yeah. When, like, when he laughs, it just makes it so much funnier <laughs> just because you're just laughing at him laughing. Yeah. And he's so... Like mean to him, it's an act, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's like, You're yeah. you know, like, yep. when he fired him for least uh, Syat, another buddy. I hope I pronounced your name right, Lee, Liam. Yeah. I apologize, <laughs> my apologies if I biffed it. Uh, but that shit was so funny. The Curb Your Enthusiasm music, did you see that? No, ben? I didn't, I didn't see, see that. He got way. mad at no. Ben, he fired him, and then all of a sudden it was it pans to Lee filling in. Really? Oh, and then it goes, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. I, did I was see that. dying. I was like, oh no, and I thought uh-huh. it was real for. A fraction of a second. Yeah, yeah. Then I was like, nah, that's a bit. And they put the music in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's classic. Dude, that's they're great. Shit. So what happened with your friend sticking a shotgun in your chest? What's that story? Uh, I was living in Culver City, and uh, it feels weird telling it on a podcast. I yeah, tell it on is, stage. Do you not but normally do that? If no, no, okay I do it. It's wanna, a great story. Okay. I don't, don't want to ruin your great, bit or whatever. No, no, no. Okay. It's already posted on the internet. And that was like 10 years ago. I wasn't even, I maybe had done stand-up twice when i did this story at the moth the moth storytelling grant the grand slam i don't know anyways uh i was at classes at ucb uh for improv and storytelling because i was scared of stand-up still that's Mm. why i went to that world and then my friends were like hey come to the moth storytelling show and i was like all right and then i put my name in a bucket and it was uh the theme was getting duped like tricked or whatever I was like, well, I got raided yesterday, and it was the wrong house, you know, so that's like a, a dupe. I don't know. And and then, uh, so when I told the story at the Moth like a decade ago, I got raided the day before. So I got raided, and then I told the story. So the when you day. watch it, and I'm so raw and green, like, I forget what I'm talking about, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm in the middle of the story, and I'm just like, I fucking love you guys, you know, because I don't know where I'm going, you know. Like, yeah. you can see the greenness in me, but it's funny, you know. Yeah. And then and then I'm just telling a true story because, those, you know, it's hard to mess those up. Anyways, I uh, I was working at – I'm going to tell the whole long story that's not the green version. Uh, I was working at Trader Joe's, and I was training my coworker. I bring that up because uh, – I was a mad stoner back then, and he's and we're on lunch break, and I'm training him, and he's he's a little shifty, he's he's a tweaker fool, you know, but he's my people, you know. I, uh, he's Latino, and then uh, and and uh, and then I was like, want to smoke a bowl? We're on lunch break, and I pulled a fucking weed bowl out like a normal human being. He pulled out the pookie pipe, Ooh. speed meth. And oh, I, I had shit. never smoked meth in my life at that point, and then I he's like, you want to hit, you know, and. Everything in my mind, body, and soul said no, but I'm an addict. I was like, all right, you yeah. know, and I took a little hit. And I was like, oh, that's good, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was I was a good worker that day, let me tell you. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, I want more. And then I, I, I went to his house, and it was in the fucking hood. It was all like Hoover, and it was, I was just like, oh, shit, this is sketchy as fuck. And uh, it was L.A., you know, South Central shit, or I don't even know where I was, but. It w- it wasn't uh wasn't a good neighborhood. Yeah, I was scoring dope, and the fucking ghetto birds were up there, and I was all paranoid in my head. Anyways, I get home, and then I'm good, and me and my buddy do some shit, we'll go out drinking, have a good time. I say all that because, cut to maybe like four or five days later, 
I'm asleep in my bed, and I just hear noise. And I don't know what it is because I'm asleep. What it is is fucking SWAT team breaking down the gate because we lived in, like, a back house. It was a it was a, a house, but the landlord split it in half. So it was a front house and a back house. But it wasn't, like, a duplex. He just did that to create double homes, double rent, yeah. make money. So I'm in the back house, and uh, and I just hear noise. And I'm just, like... I'm waking up, you know, and I, I'm 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 blind as a bat. I wear glasses and contacts. I'm minus like seven point five is bad. I can't see shit. You'd be blurry from this distance, and I think this is my roommate, my buddy, playing a prank on me, you know. And and I just hear hands in the air, and and then uh, I'm reaching for my glasses, and I hear hands in the air, motherfucker. And I'm just like, who is this, you know, like this? And then and then <gasps> you threw in the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And then the, and then they fill up uh, this window and this window and this window at, to my little studio back bungalow, whatever you could call it. And uh, and then I'm just like, oh shit, you know, like what the fuck? Yeah. And all I kept thinking is like, oh, the, the meth guy, you know, because I was selling a little weed, little fireworks, little mushrooms, but nothing. Yeah. I'm no Pablo Escobar. It was right. like a quarter pound of weed, an ounce of mushrooms, some Roman candles, firecracker, you know, the basics, <laughs> the yeah. basics, just the necessities. Um, yeah. And then uh, and then they go open your door because I had a deadbolt and shit, you know, and uh, and and then I open the door and there's a Culver City cop pointing a shotgun at my chest and then i just go chris and he he goes like this craig and he pulls his gun back and it's my buddy chris caraballo i went to i'm not sure if i was supposed to say his whole name i keep fucking that up i'm sorry chris anyways we can edit it out oh uh, yeah just bleep his last name yeah. and uh and he he's he's i've known him since i was 12 years old yeah i played little league with him maybe even younger i went to middle school high school with him he's my buddy yeah and i'm i'm not even <laughs> like, fucking raiding you know, me. And we, we went down different paths you know yeah, and then totally and then i'm just like help me <laughs> right like, what the fuck's happening no. and then he handcuffs me and in my act i say like that motherfucker you know but uh he put him on loose he really did because i've been cuffed up three times prior yeah they put eight times as fuck Fuck them, man. Yeah. They crank them on so hard. They you get nerve you. damage. So they they cut, cut you. Yeah, I literally got locked up, up twice before I, overnight, you know, and then I had to go to work Trader Joe's, and I couldn't even, like, ring people up. I was like, ah, oh. my wrist, you know. I couldn't stock apples. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, they're like, stop getting arrested. I'm like, I'm not trying to. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> Anyways, crazy. that's why I'm sober. Um, and then, uh, and then, so, he, I'm a... I'm like freaking out, and I'm like, dude, I got, I got like weed in there, and got, you know, you mushrooms there, and he's like, bro, because I see my friend, and he's yeah. like, he's like, hey man, stop telling me this, you know, <laughs> and then I was like, I got fireworks in there, you know, <laughs> I'm on probation for fireworks because of the, I, to, I, to the firecracker uh, yeah, horse assaulting horse incident, another story, and uh, and then he started laughing, he's like, oh yeah, the one that made the paper because it made a couple local newspapers, <laughs> nice. so of course he heard about it, and I was like, yeah, and then. Uh, they bring another cop up and he has a drug sniffing dog, you know. And then he's like, "You got anything, hippie?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, of course, dude." And then uh, he's like, "Tell me where it is. We're gonna rip your room apart." And I was like, "You'll, it's you know, it's in the dresser. Like you'll find it." And then, uh, and then, um, and they pull me out to the alley, and I'm just handcuffed with my roommates, and we're just like, "What the fuck?" You know, we're sleeping. We're in our, we're in our chony our underwear. Yeah. And uh, and then. Uh, yeah, they were questioning me, and they they surrounded me, and I got really nervous, and and I farted, and I swear on my life, I farted on the cops, and uh, and and my roommate was just like, oh my, I was like, it was an accident, I like, I was just nervous, I was like, Zerly, I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> and then they're just looking at me like, look at this fucking retarded hippie, Did this guy just shit his, you know, just 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 shit his pants, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then later, I. I, uh, why? Well, lucky you didn't shit your pants. I know. Seriously. I was like, can you help me out? <laughs> yeah. Spicy. I'm handcuffed. <laughs> and then all I kept thinking is, I can't go to jail again. My mom's not going to bail me out for a fourth time. I have to bail myself out, or I'm not a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fourth time. I'm like, uh, leave me in, mom. I'm sorry. That's on me. And all I kept thinking is, like, I can't miss UCB school. I paid seven fifty for these motherfucking comedy classes. I know that sounds crazy and like a bit, but that's all I was thinking. I was like, I got to go to school. I got to go to school. I got to get funny. You know, yeah. I can't go to jail. I got to go to fucking clown school. <laughs> and then uh, 
And then I didn't even know this. My good buddy Grant Lyon told me. Because I was in UCB with this guy. He's a great comic. And he's on my show in L.A. July 2nd. Come get these jokes. Jam in the van. West L.A. And then he uh, he said that I had told. Because I was like, come, I'm, a, I was, I'm a fucking weird you know attic kid going to these improv classes everyone's from out of town i'm from la and they're just like what are you you know yeah. what i mean and then uh like in that ucb class i got, i'm just an open i'm a i'm open you know and i was like dude i smoked yeah meth yesterday for the first time and everyone's like why are you telling this this i was like i don't know and then cut to like man i got raided and, and then just like everything's adding up and then and then uh later in that class he told me that i farted and the teacher this is right after i got raided i made it to class because they i I didn't go to jail because they were there for king mike the front house because he was like a he was a drug lord running running meth or some shit he had two guy who owned the house no just the renter in the front house okay okay he uh he was a two-time striker they were trying to strike him out and send him to prison for the rest of his life i guess Uh. he was dealing like meth and guns and some shit Hmm. he had good cush though i'll tell you what (laughs) yeah and then uh and then uh, his name was King Mike on the Wi-Fi. I just thought it was funny. And in the, in the act, I say his password was Thug123. You know, that, <laughs> that's obviously a bit. That's the only fabricated part of the story. <laughs> and then, uh, fuck, where was I? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, 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 the class. He's talking about, like, so, smoking meth. And- yeah, he told me that I farted. <clears throat> like, I didn't even remember this. I farted the same day in class that I farted on the teacher. And I know that sounds <laughs> crazy, but, like, I got cops witnesses classmates that vouch for me like it just sounds made up you know it's a weird day yeah but i always have been a farter and i i think it's funny and hilarious the cop one was more nerves than anything yeah the, the, the class one i forgot and i probably thought it was going to be quiet and it wasn't and uh-huh. she's the teacher's like are you fucking serious <laughs> did you just fart and i was like yeah was it a loud one or a silent yeah, one it was a loud one bro yeah yeah that's why she went uh. And then I ended up running to my buddy Chris, the cop, later on the streets. He was just patrolling. I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, How crazy was remember that? Remember when you almost killed me, bro? Yeah. He's like, yeah. And he said the precinct talked about me for like a month or two. He's like, remember that dumb hippie that fucking farted, farted on us? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Hell yeah. It's just fucking, it's like, you can't even make this shit up. Thank you, God, for all yeah. my Holy stories. shit, man. It's yeah, dude, it's so wild. Anyways, I got sober. I'm off narcotics, no alcohol, only weed. I'll never touch a narcotic again. I think mm. it's devil reincarnate. It ruined my life. It just ruined my friend's life. It's killed many of my friends. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, alcohol is the fucking worst drug on this earth because it led to all my narcotic behavior, which I never would. No one smokes weed and then goes, I'm going to go do meth. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get right. shit faced. <laughs> yeah. And then some motherfucker is like, you want some meth? And you're like, all right. You know, it doesn't right. just happen like right. that. It's 98% of the time it's alcohol. You think all drugs should be legal? Yes. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. 100%. Legal education, you know what they are. They're clean. They're made. No fillers. No fentanyl. No, mm-hmm. no harmful byproducts. There's rehab facilities. There, di- I think everything should be legal unless it's murder, rape, and of course that horrible shit. Prostitution should be legal. Uh, legalize all of it. Whenever you make it illegal, it mm-hmm. just makes dark entities yeah. take it over. Yeah. And now I want I want prostitutions to have unions, retirement plans, mental health care, exit strategies. Hell yeah. Fucking Roth IRAs. Let's get these hoes some fucking millions, man. Some retirement plans. <laughs> I'm serious. Roth IRAs. Roth <laughs> IRAs, baby. For the prost for, yeah. for the lot. Why lizards? not? Yeah. The way it's going now, it's ne- it's been around since fucking Jesus. Uh, yep. The pimps control it. They beat the fuck out of them. They're yep. all, constantly it's not regulated. They're getting murdered and kidnapped yep. by weird fucking meth truckers you know lot lizards and shit like that let's legalize this shit unionize it get them benefits dental fucking rehab and exit plans hell yeah and what's the problem man that's why is that so crazy it's not there's a couple countries that do it i think there's a there's one i think holland is the one that lets you uh, you know this statistic (sighs) when prostitution is legal rape goes down oh yeah yes that is a real fact and I learned that through comedy. My, my buddy Greg Romero Wilson did it in a bit. And I was like, is that true? And he's like, yeah. And then I Googled it. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it makes it's, sense, It right? also saves women. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. 
It's, I was in Aruba, and it's legal there. And, like, girls would come from other countries there, and it's legal, and they have to come in, check in with a doctor, get paperwork, get tested, yeah. get paperwork signed off that they're clean, and then they can go legally yes. really? prostitutes. It's amazing. If it's legal, it's yeah. done by choice. When yeah. it's illegal, have, that's like, when they're cards. getting kidnapped and hooked to dope and right. trafficked. It's fucking insane. The, simple, this, the solution is so simple. Mm. Legalize it. Yeah. You, I'm a big union guy. My uncle's in the union, you know? Mm-hmm. Get, Is he? Yeah. It's just make a livable wage. Like, why mm-hmm. do people always want to go against the union? Oh, you don't want a hardworking worker to have a life and buy a home and feed his family and mm-hmm. have health care? Right. Oh, this is fucking America. That's what we're about. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Minimum wage. Make them work three jobs. Yeah. <clears throat> Ugh. This country is so barely stupid. barely rent. We're the richest nation in the world but without health care. Unions are pretty dirty, though. There's some unions up north that are pretty fucking ruthless. Like, Mikey tells stories about some of those unions yeah, I mean, that you, would you march on his uncle's lawn. You know, it gets a little mafioso, yeah. Mob, but hey. Yeah. to run certain parts of it and shit. They give me my crazy. Roth IRA. I'll look yeah. the other way. <laughs> right. Hey, whatever. They let me buy my home yeah. for my family. I'll, you know, yeah. Where's Jimmy Hoffa? Yeah. But they, there's, I mean, aren't there some, the ocean. there's some corrupt motherfuckers on the, on the top of those unions that collect their union dues. That sure, probably corrupt people. They probably break though. some legs there's corrupt here people and there. Everywhere. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't want corruption anywhere, including the unions. But I'm. Okay, I'm more okay with that because at least the working man is getting a fair fucking shake. You know, mm-hmm. he's getting. It's just crazy how hard you have to work. You know we're in Florida, by the way, because they got a fucking. They're cutting down trees with a chainsaw yeah. two inches away from the door. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is you got the good mics. I got these two. Is that it feels like it's? He- of course, it's inside of our brains and yeah. it's heckling yeah. us. But ninety-eight percent of the time, it doesn't come Not through. Not too bad. Yeah, because I have the same thing. L.A. Just, just start the podcast. Yeah, and then, then the neighbor you. starts mowing his lawn. I'm yeah. like, God <laughs> damn it! I love it. I just love leaving it in because that shit always happens over here, and I just yeah. leave it in for the comments. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, it's life. Does the pod, doing the podcast, does that help your comedy? Does it help your, like, oh, do, for sure. Like your writing or whatever, like working stuff out? Because I know there's a lot, like pretty much every comic, they have podcasts. You yeah, know I mean? you to, can flesh out some bits on it. It's quite fabulous. You go on rants, you, you're you able to t- talk about it longer, which on stage you might not be able to because yeah. on a podcast, you don't need laugh, 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 laugh in front of a live audience. You're bombing, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're bombing. You, you're not gonna get booked again if you do. If you just too long of periods without laughter. Yeah. Um. So yes, it's beautiful for that. And uh, you see Bill Burr do it all the time. I don't know how to do it on his level and his. Cause that guy just turns a bit. Tim yeah. Dillon, same shit. Like these guys are just fucking geniuses, and it's like fuck. They're also 20, 30 years in the game. Right. Yeah. They're veterans. You know, everything comes with time. Is it, is it how much of it is like developed skill versus like natural born uh, God given talent? It's both. You know, there's always Eddie Murphy. You know, yeah. that guy was just born funny, top as hell. dog. Right. Yeah, that that guy was just never left. You're like he retired from stand up at 25. You know what I mean? Most people that's crazy. Don't make going it. The guy yeah. retired as one of the goats yeah. by 25. I'm like, okay, Tupac. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but of course, natural goes way further than anything. But I have seen painfully unfunny comics work extremely hard and get good at it. Really, it's a muscle. It can be learned. Yeah, it's just Hell like yeah. uh, like like you know, you're bad at math. You take a tutor at math every fucking day. All of a sudden, you get good at math. Mm-hmm. It, it, I've seen bad comics get good, mm-hmm. and I respect that. You, of course, when anyone bombs that bad, you're like, oh, you can't even look them in the eye. Right. But when they work that hard and they turn it around, I'm like, oh, all right, Hell I see yeah. you. God damn, you know, you used to suck. <laughs> yeah, and now you're good, and that's crazy. But of course, the natural, you know, goofy motherfucker. Mm. Yeah. They just get up there and they you're just like, yeah, I like this guy. You yeah. know, I know people where their aura and energy and presence on stage is way more advanced than their bits. Like, I'm not really a fan of their bits, but I'm a fan of them. Mm-hmm. So I still love it. It doesn't matter, you know. And also, they're just, they're just, it's just newer, you know. It's everything's time. Like, everyone's in such a rush. <clears throat> There's no stand up comedy, it's just time. We're, you know the analogy, 10,000 hours? Yeah. In stand-up, yeah. you're trying to get 10,000 hours three minutes at a time. You mm-hmm. know, It's not easy. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, in L.A., anyways, you get three to five minutes at open mics. And then, and then you know, that's two to 
six years of that, depending on your growth. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you're, you get 10, eight to eight to 15, right? M- averaging out about 10. So, you know, I'm 10 years in and I have a pretty good following and I'm well liked and I, you know, I only get 10. I'm not, I'm not saying I deserve more. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to give you an accurate description. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like even Bill Burr, Joe Rogan on the comedy star lineup, they get 15. There's yeah. just too many comics in Los Angeles. Yeah. And so. Still, uh, even still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we're like cockroaches. 10,000 leave, 10,000 rise up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you never stop comedy, man. And, uh. And it's just crazy. What were we talking about? I, I forgot. Remember. I love California, <laughs> I though. Remember. I was hoping that, like... Where's no- that rant going? It was a, that was the question. What I don't, were we talking about? We're all stoners. We were talking about, like, natural-born talent being funny. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, what, yeah, it that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Natural shit always wins, but you got to work mm-hmm. hard, too. Mm-hmm. You have to write. You have to work. Right. There's no shortcuts in this game. Yeah, I was hoping that, like, maybe enough people from California would move from Texas to Florida and kind of, like, thin it out there and then maybe, like, make the price of real estate go up here. I could just sell all my shit here and go back to California <laughs> or, like, go to, like, San Diego. I would probably like – I like San Diego better. I like, San I, I, like, like San, I love San Diego. San Clemente, San Diego. Escondido. Like, those areas. San Onofre, Oceanside. Yeah. yeah, my cousin Don lives down there. Uh, I go visit her and – I do La Jolla Comedy Store or uh, oh okay. My buddy Josh Nelson show. He's he's a producer, a comic and producer. He has some fire shows, and I love San Diego. It's just like well, sometimes it's I get so a little too fucked up. PB, PB is a little bit too much cocaine, a little too mm. much liquor, a lot of oh, you're like you know PB? too many affliction shirts and tank tops. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. calm down, dude. What's We're at PB? the beach. Oh, sorry, Pacific Beach. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, PB uh, San Diego Pacific. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just like, hey, we're at the beach. No one needs to be that angry. There's you a lot know? of cocaine like, down there. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere with this, f- we should go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's cocaine everywhere. <laughs> yeah, You're in Florida, dude. Right, Are you man. fucking dude, kidding I me? I heard. The what do you think of Florida? I, I fucking love it. You Those like thunder it? scares me. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it was storming here pretty Holy good. Shit. I, it yeah. felt like it hit my house. Like, it's a cool time of year because it's like it, it yeah. just started happening like a week ago. Yeah, it's, it's been scary, dry bro. for a long time. It's been dry. It hasn't rained once in like I feel like it's been ten months since it's rained, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden the weather's like this every night. It's gonna like yeah, get these like thunderstorms the and the rains. Yeah, like, it's yeah, I like weather, but it does scare me just because I'm from LA, born and raised, and I haven't really experienced weather my whole life. Yeah, besides visiting it very shortly, you know. Yeah. So, like, when it happens, I'm like, oh, oh. But then an earthquake happens, and I don't even right? leave. I just lay in bed, and, like, everyone's yeah. like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, who gives a shit? We've never had an earthquake That's here. crazy. Yeah, my I whole house it. will be rolling, and I'll be on my phone, like, when's this going to It's, it's <laughs> so weird. Really? Yeah. I don't know why that is. I know I should be scared. Because I, yeah. I grew up with them. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's just an earthquake. Um, we haven't had the big one yet, and, of course... You know the story. We're supposed to fall off into the ocean, and we're over. We're long overdue. Mm-hmm. It, that's scary. That's we're on a fucking crazy. fault line, and they show. I like. I thought the fault line was up north, and then I googled it very recently. I was like, "Oh, I'm dead." What is it like the San Andreas fault? San Andreas yeah. fault. It's it just goes like this, and yeah. it's pretty much <clears throat> California would just crack and mm-hmm. just fall into the ocean. And I'm just like, "Oh boy, yeah." That, that Florida is supposed to be underwater by like. 2050 like man Miami they say all that shit they're fucking lying Bro, it's a fear you, factory did you see that fucking building well, that collapsed in miami yeah that's, well, that's where i read it from because they said it was like no but did you read was, the reports that no. was negligence a 2018 oh, report sure. said hey you need to re- like you need to repair all this shit yeah. there's structural damage mm. in the com- uh, columns yeah. and you need to do it now yeah yeah three years later not done yeah. people died right yeah. fuck the owner hang them did they he say did how that. many people died in that is four confirmed four dead, a hundred and like forty nine missing. Like they can't even find them, bro. Whole family Dude, just that shit disappeared. Is fucked, man. You look at the picture of that building, and you can see like yeah. this kid's bunk bed, like dangling. Whoever off the said edge. no to the repairs should be shot. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, totally Absolutely, disavowed. Man. Yeah, Whoever that's strong. That I, I don't know if that's illegal to say that, but <laughs> I think uh, say shot it. with a Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's comedy satire. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that no, that's guy. fucked yeah, that up. Wild. I think the uh, like like the the laws are that you have to get those you have to get those inspections like the uh, whatever the structural integrity inspections yeah. every forty years. Forty. Forty is the I think that's the law for those buildings. Oh my! It should God. be. It should be like at least twenty. 
Should be I'm four. Guess, uh, it should be ten. I don't know. Yeah. I I'm now structural engineer, but mm-hmm. I could, I sure as hell know forty is a long, a time. long time. Yeah. So wee bit too long there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fucked Jesus up. Jesus Christ! Nope. I know you build a brand new building and probably don't need inspections for a long time, but you know, forty. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. People just died, man. No, that is stupid. That's really dumb. Um, no, uh, going back to going back to you talking about uh, cocaine. I heard the best cocaine story I've ever heard in my life yesterday on on, the, on this podcast. This guy told me um, he was telling me he wrote a book about uh, the famous killing of Sharon Tate, the, the Charles Manson killings. <clears throat> and he, after he wrote his book, Marilyn Manson blew up his emails and blew up his phone and was blowing up his uh, his like pub- publicist or whatever. And she thought it was fake because he was sending these cryptic emails and. She eventually, they're like, just call, just call the number that he gave us and see if it's really him because the girl's like a fan of him or whatever. So she calls him and she goes, yeah, it's really fucking him. Like he wants to meet, like he wants you to come to his house. So he's like, oh, okay. He doesn't really know anything. This guy's older. He doesn't know, he didn't know anything about Marilyn Manson, but his partner that helped him write his book was like a fan of him as well. as like a drummer or something. So he flew here from New York and they both went to his house <clears throat> and, uh, they got there. Manson was like, don't show up before 11, a, 11 p.m. So they show up at like 1130 and uh, they get into this like dark dungeon. That's so weird. Why don't you say come over at 1130 p.m.? Right, right. <laughs> don't show up before, <laughs> before 11. Goes, Anytime after that. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck's going on you got before 1130. 22-hour window. <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird, it's such a Marilyn Manson thing to yeah, say. Like yeah. make just coming over weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Knock nine yeah, times gives you and hail line. Satan yeah. before you enter. Dude. And he said he had all this crazy stuff in there. He said that like he, like when you first walk in the door, he had a life-size cutout. First of all, he had Taylor Swift blasting throughout his whole mansion. Like He had just Taylor Swift music blasting for two hours. And when you first walk in his door, he had a life-size cutout of Taylor Swift with like blood all down her. And like they drew this big vagina on her with like blood and stuff everywhere. And you know, like he's like, he's like canceled right now for some like sexual deviant, his being a sexual deviant or something. Yeah, his uh, his ex wife came out and said that he did some like fucked up shit. But uh, and then he also has this baboon he smuggled out of China, this like six foot tall baboon stuffed with a giant erection that he bat <laughs> that he that he uh, smuggled out of China. <clears throat> He just had a baboon with a boner. Bab, giant baboon with a giant boner, like in the middle of his living room. And he had this crazy shit. Like so a, crazy. A skeleton. I mean, a, get a, a dog, bro. A, a human skeleton with a uh, with a goat head on it, like hanging oh, from the that's ceiling. Sad. Yeah, I'm good on that hang. I don't. And I don't, he lives I, up. I, yeah, that's too that's dark. That's like real Marilyn Manson yeah, shit. Bro. I, thought, I thought it was an act, bro. No, like, come this on. is not an act, bro. Goats, heads, and boner baboons. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And you know the story. I don't know if you know the story, but uh, um, Zac Efron went to rehab. He went to rehab. I'm not sure how long ago it was, but he was basically like, filming a movie, and he got Baker acted in the middle of filming. Like he came to came to set one day, like really fucked up, and he was like super coked up and like drunk. And Damn. They, they Baker acted his ass. What the fuck's Baker acting? It's like what is it? You know, you got to go to rehab. But if yeah, when they take you, you're like too fucked up. They think you're maybe kill yourself, suicidal. Oh, people, so they Baker act like all the he time. couldn't. It was he couldn't leave if he wanted to. Exactly. Okay. No, yeah. They like, against his will. Take you right. in. Yeah. That's the only kind of rehab that works. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> I <Yeah>. could leave. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I could show up next week. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. And uh, and anyways, so Zach Efron was there partying, and he said that at Marilyn's house. At Marilyn's house. Oh my the god. Night, the night before <laughs> he got like, baked. Celebrity's so weird, you know. Up right? all night. I guess he's like a huge fan of Marilyn Manson or whatever. And he say he reached out to him and he was like, yeah, come over and party with me or whatever. And he was over there for a few days, or whatever. And like the last night he was there, he was Marilyn Manson was carving out giant cocaine swastikas and having Zac Efron. And they were both snorting these giant cocaine swastikas off the floor and in his dark dungeon. Like, and he's like, remind you, he's got this giant palace on top of a hill in like the Pacific Palisades and all the windows are blocked in. Like he got, he blacked out all the windows so you can't even see out any of the windows it's just that's such black an unhealthy man, life man, i don't like this level. world and yeah. he's like that's scary he's like in his 50s bro and he's doing this every night what the fuck how are these guys not dead i don't understand it <sighs> i look back at my past and i that does not even come close to what right. they're doing and i'm like i almost died like yeah. what and i got out you know yeah. some people are that's on another living level, it every man. day man 
Fuck. He's probably been doing it since he was in his 20s. Probably, it's probably not, nothing You can't last change. too much longer doing shit like that. Though. No, yeah. your heart's going to yeah. explode. Yeah. Sooner Maryland, your heart's going to give out. Yeah. I don't know you, but <laughs> Take stop a chill it. pill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Little weed. That's Anyways, it. That's yeah. it. Wow. That's a great, that's the best cocaine story I think I've ever Yeah, that's heard. pretty insane, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. weird is it to picture Zac Efron and Marilyn Manson chilling together? The weird, that's what <laughs> I said. I was like, like what is, what's, what's, I don't think like, it's that weird. He hangs out with like Shia LaBeouf. He hangs out with Nick Cage. <laughs> hangs out with uh, Johnny Depp. It seems about par for the course, you know. I guess, yeah. Yeah, Marilyn the partiers. The, Johnny yeah, Depp the was good ones. fans with Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, yeah. You know? Hell was he yeah. really friends with him? Oh yeah, oh, oh he yeah. lived with him for a while. Yeah. He oh, he yeah. went and stayed with him for a month or two, or I, I forgot. But when he was getting ready to tape Fear and Loathing, yeah. he stayed at Hunter's house for a while, oh, and I then they became that guy was friends. And then they always part. Hunter S. Thompson is the craziest, coolest motherfucker ever. Did you see him on video just having a shootout right? with his neighbor? He was the uh, biggest everything. Yeah. yeah, they said they were, he was like Superman. Like he just was. Take he functioned on it, like fucking a sheet of acid and drink a quart of whiskey, and just like no one could even tell. Fuck, and just would write. And he's a god. Watch Man, the documentary on him, though. It's yeah. kind of sad. They said like towards the end, the drugs took its toll, and his yeah. light got dimmed. And mm. they said he would sit in front of the typewriter, and later after all the years of drug abuse, and it was like a lightning bolt would hit him, and he goes, and he'd like write some genius shit, and then it would like stop, and he'd have to wait. Wait Damn. for it. It was it was a really cool analogy. Really, and he blew his fucking brains out. Yeah, with his family home. He said, "If Bush wins the election again, I'm gonna blow my brains out." And then he did. And that's the saddest shit I ever that's heard. But he is a man of his word, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And with his family home, and his son was talking about it, and he's like, "It's kind of sad and poetic." But he's like, "That's the way he wanted it," you know. Yep. And it was just nuts. And What's the documentary called? I don't remember, remember? but just yeah, just a so Hunter S. Thompson. And he was having a shootout with his neighbor, and the guy's just filming it, and he's going like this, and then his neighbor shoots back, and then you just hear, and just bullets ricocheting. He's like, that's my fucking neighbor. What? He's like, and they're just having a shootout on like a Sunday, and I'm like, what is happening crazy, here? Man. Why is what is you're shooting guns at each other? <laughs> that's got a hand cannon. You just go about your day after that. Yeah. Oh, yes, there's like, a bunch of documentaries. Jeff Next Door is a real dick. Yeah, Gonzo. That's it. Gonzo. Gonzo is that it? So good. Cool. And uh, Gonzo, may I don't remember. It's been too long. May have been the name of the oh, lawyer. That's a sick cover. I like the. Um, I like the artwork. Who was the lawyer in uh, the movie Fear and Loathing? That was based off a real character. Was Benicio it Benicio del Toro? Benicio del Toro, yeah, he was the actor. For yeah, him. that guy was a real character, and they talk about him in the in the movie. And and Hunter said he was like a, a scary man, like he really? was just he was a lawyer and and he was a big strong dude. He's like, is this guy gonna get me out of jail or like murder me? You right. know, like he said he was a man not to be trifled with. It was <laughs> yeah. a very scary guy. Mm. So of course he hung out with him and did copious amounts of drugs with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was sick, man. I, I like read drugs. a story about him with the Hell's Angels before. That oh, was yeah. like super gnarly, man. He got the shit beaten out of him. He stayed with them for like a couple months. He did everything they did. Yeah, they beat his ass yeah. one night, though, jumped him and shit. He, he, that, did you remember that? I remember that story. I think it was in this. He he said, because uh, one of the Hell's Angels was beating his lady and beating his dog. He goes, any man that beats his lady and and beats his dog is a punk. Yeah. And the guy was like, you really mean like that? he's like chilling at the biker bar. Like, and then he's like, yeah. And then they beat the fuck out of him because yeah. they're the Hell's Jeez. Angels. But he was right, you know. Yeah. And, and then he, he went still to the, chilled with them, right? Yeah, yeah. He, like smoked meth with them and fucking partied with them. He went to the cops all bloody and like said that Hell's Angels is beating my ass. And they said, "Get out of here! You're getting blood on the counter." And like no one helped him. God damn! Yeah. And he still after guys ass beat, he stayed stayed there and hung out. I, I don't remember. I exactly. don't know after the beating. I yeah. want to say I would say he chose not to be there anymore. Yeah. I, Who knows? I, it's been, I thought I, I remember the story like going ten years on a ago. little bit, but I don't remember. Seems like drugs go hand in hand with being a creative genius. Sometimes, yes, yeah. but also death and uh, mm -hmm. uh, dark shit. Mm. You know, it'll, uh, be a, it'll be a short run, but it'll be yeah, a good one. It's a slippery slope. I will say this: like, I'm glad I went through what I went through, and I've given this analogy before. Like, I'm a fan of drugs, and they're fucking fun, dude. But you know, obviously, if they get you, you, mm -hmm. you lose. Your, your family, your home, your life, etc. Yeah. Go to jail, bad shit happens. But I, I just like, 
obviously you can't tell kids not to do them. That doesn't fucking work. But like, right. I just say like I dove all in and went like crazy. But I had my hand on the side of the swimming pool. Like mm-hmm. don't 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 right, let go. Right, yeah. right, right. If you go all in, you fucking toast. You saw you seen where it goes. Yeah, it's nowhere good. No. There's no happy endings. I mean, even Keith Richards, he's like the one guy that hasn't. That's been on heroin yeah. for fifty years. Yeah, How is yeah, yeah. one Still guy. Alive, yeah, yeah. The rest are dead. There's one guy. Yeah. What do you think his secret is? He's <laughs> got reptile blood. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't fucking know. <laughs> He's got a really good dealer. That's for sure. Well, he said that he does the same amount, no matter he's what. Not going like overboard. he's he doesn't. You know. Okay. Uh, that's what his, he's been quoted saying. I don't and he know. Can quit whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> So it's um, no big deal. But just, you know, of course you want to experience shit. We all do. We're curious as fuck. Yeah. But just, just have an exit strategy. And, you know, like I, I've heard all these stories before and they're, they're jokes you hear in AA or the program. And, uh, you know, like don't try Coke because, like, the joke is, like, I tried it once for five years. Yeah, like, no one yeah. does it once. Yeah. You know? no, no, it's never. just trouble. It's like, hey, you want a bump? Uh, <laughs> Give me the eight ball. Give me the eight ball. Yeah. <laughs> One's too many and 500 is not enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know the sayings. It's just, it's true. They're sayings for a reason. Uh, but I'm a fan of natural, you know, what God makes. Sun and mm. soil, seed, mushrooms, weed. Yeah. It's been a part of our culture, you know, from Forever. ancient uh civilizations well coke's from nature no the cocoa leaf is from nature the cocoa leaf is from nature and you put it in your cheek and you chew on it like tobacco and it's Mm -hmm. it's like coffee it's like strong Mm. coffee then we cook it in a laboratory and make it (laughs) crack cocaine or cocaine powder and sniff it shoot it up and smoke it we pour diesel that's not natural bro that's not natural. that changes things a little bit you know what i mean yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely more i mean i've talked about like there's like a a weird stigma on uppers versus downers like weed and mushrooms like it's easy for people to talk about like casually because have you seen meth heads bro (laughs) yeah Yeah. have you seen meth have you seen hippies (laughs) little different yeah little different yeah it's like no one ever no one's ever proud of being high on meth or high on coke but weed and mushrooms and that kind of stuff lsd like the trippy stuff is yeah it's different like you can be proud of because it because it most i mean unless you fry your fucking brain which i've seen happen too it kind of changes you for the better yeah i remember the first uh seeds ever planted of sobriety were as a teenager on mushrooms and i never had that thought in my life that was i didn't even know that was an option with my family and uh, on both sides you know everyone just partied and then like you do a little mushrooms you're like Man, what am I doing? Like, I need to be better. Like, I'm going to hug my mom, tell her I love her. I'm going to mm-hmm. get off these pills. Like, what's this, mm-hmm. this, this poison, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, the high goes down, and then I just take the pills and forget yeah. about it. But I just, I never thought that until mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, it took me about a decade to get out of that. Uh, pills and coke and whatever, you know? I was just a partier. Like, people say, what was your choice? Obviously, Oxycontin, Norco's, opioids. I just love that. But like, I was, yeah, that's a like, thing down here too. It's like whatever. Like, what's at the party? Mm-hmm. Like, right. it doesn't matter what you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hit the AC, Austin. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say? Do you still take mushrooms or no? You only do. I started micro dosing. Okay. So I haven't been high yet. Uh, but so yes and no. Uh-huh. Uh, that has, you know, this pandemic. I obviously hit the fucking world hard, but it started. My mental health went down, bro. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I didn't want to get on head meds because I was on pills for a fucking decade. Mm -hmm. And I was like, now I I don't even like taking aspirin now. And I, and, uh, I, you know, not that head meds can be great for certain people. I've just seen friends literally kill themselves Mm -hmm. on them when switching meds. And I'm like, I don't trust Mm -hmm. that, you know? And, uh, and so I was like, fuck that. What are natural alternatives? So I started taking cold showers, ice baths, swimming in the ocean, breath work, uh, microdosing. You just take like 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3. It doesn't get you high. It just kind of mm-hmm. stirs your little, you know, yeah. and it fucking works, dude. Does it? So good. Oh, my God. Well, I started doing it because all my friends started doing it and, and people I trust and, you know, they're not burnouts and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I I started I listened to something on NPR where like CEOs and execs were microdosing yeah, like Silicon Valley people yeah and yeah. I was like all right that guy's worth two point two billion and he's <laughs> right. taking a microdose I'm Peter gonna Thiel. look into right. this you yeah. know he's not smoking crack yeah and then I tried it and it fucking helped you just do it like every third day 
and you're not if you're microdosing every day you're doing it wrong you know yeah. like it's not meant like that and it just stirs your little happy juices just enough lights you up and and now that it's kind of being uh, decriminalized in a lot of states there's yeah. they're doing uh, more and more scientific studies on it and it's really just showing profound effects with uh uh war veterans soldiers mm, yep. uh schizophrenia uh, dr- drug addicts uh it's it's you know, of course, take that with a grain of salt. The drug addict can also eat a quarter every day and ruin right. his life. You right, know, right. like it's it's uh, I'm at a different place in my life to where I was. That's why I made mm. the decision to start dabbling in weed mm-hmm. and microdosing because I was like, I did seven years, 100 percent with nothing. Wow. So I built my foundation. I yeah. felt like I developed enough. <clears throat> I'm still scared. I'm still I'm at least smart enough to know I can't have a beer. You know, yeah. yeah. That, I'm sorry for putting these in no, front I, of you, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't go to my family's house. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh shit!" It's like I'm not. It's no. It's yeah. okay. It's yeah. all right. I know where it leads. I'm good. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't remember where I was going. Just it's been been very, very, very beneficial. Yeah. To me and my mental health and anxiety and depression during this dark year we've all had. I had a uh, I had a guy on here, this uh, filmmaker dude, who made a really famous YouTube documentary called Florida Man a few years ago. Where he, and uh, anyways, he uh, he's really big into mushrooms now. And now basically every project he works on is all about tripping on mushrooms. Like he's dedicated his life to it. He has a podcast where he's tripping every single morning. They call it every morning, every fucking morning, bro. That's a bit. That's that's a bit. That's a lot. It's a bit much. He's hardcore into it, and uh, he talks like he told the story about his dad. How his dad uh, was super depressed. His dad had PTSD, and uh, his dad still lives here. He lives in LA, Um, and uh, he eventually convinced his dad to try mushrooms. He's like, it changed his dad's life. Yeah. Like it completely does, change it for the better. You're like it no, no does. more suicidal Just, thoughts. The dude was happier. Like he like literally changed so his life. So many stories like this. There was that one fighter guy. They documented it. He he uh, he was you know an MMA guy. I don't remember his name. I'm sorry, dude. But he had CTE ooh, and yeah. brain damage from fighting. You know, and he was taking uh, pills because he's all fucked up because of fighting you know head meds and painkillers he's a huge dude so he's taking way more than everyone else because he's a huge fucking dude Mm -hmm. and he's drinking like 40 beers a day he said because he's fucking 280 and it just takes anyways he was ready to kill himself and he has a family he's like i can't do that but every thought i have is just like end it end it end it Mm -hmm. he's using so much pain and then he said he took a hero dose of mushrooms, which is seven grams, where you go to... A hero dose? That's what it's called. They call it a hero dose. Where you go to... I call it Cuckoosville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he went there, and they filmed it, and he thought he died. And he's like, I'm dead. I'm dead. It's kind of funny and sad. He's like, I'm fucking dead. He's like, is this dead? And it, but, it, but then he comes back, and he comes down, and then they do a follow-up. He's like, oh, my God. I stopped drinking. I stopped taking pills. My suicidal thoughts are that, gone. Man? Wow. You know, and it's like a reset button. And the same exact story, pretty much, I heard from, uh, like, an Army Ranger guy that went to war and, you know, did war shit, and he's fucked up. Yeah. And this guy was a smart dude. That's, uh, of course, I forgot his name, you know. Uh, but uh, I'd have to Google it. But he said that he he was just, same thing, sad, depressed, suicidal. And he didn't start out that way. This guy graduated college, went to, like, West Point after that shit. He's, like, a fucking elite soldier, mm-hmm. you know. He's like, I need to do something about this. So he started traveling the world and doing ayahuasca, mushrooms, Damn. toad, lick the toad. He did all of them. And he said by far the most, uh, the best one he did was Ibogaine. 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 I believe he's in Peru or something. And he said that... Uh, you know, it's the same as like a hero dose. You go, you go there, you know. And he said, uh, Father Ibogaine appeared before him and said, like, breathe. And he breathed. And he said he, it, it, like, took all the negative dark energy out of him. And he said he's never felt such a release like that in his life. And after that, he was, like, no suicidal thoughts, no PTSD, no yeah, anxiety. Crazy, huh? Wow. And, uh, so then I did some research in the, in the hippie communities. I believe all this shit. But, like, ayahuasca, it's mother ayahuasca. You know, mm-hmm. there's always male and female and uh, and and everything in between. And uh, <laughs> you got to say that, you yeah. know. Non-binary. And, yeah. And then uh, so there's mother ayahuasca and father ibogaine. It's, the, you know, the male and the female. And, the, and then he said that's why he thinks the ibogaine was more beneficial than the ayahuasca because it got rid of all that 
toxic uh, masculinity really? baggage. <clears throat> Although I am a fan of masculinity and being a man, just you know, not the toxic shit. Sure. I think like it's so it's <clears throat> everyone just makes it so divisive. It's like fuck masculinity. It's like no, no, no. Masculinity is good. Build a house. Provide for your family. Hunt. You know, mm-hmm. toxic masculinity mm-hmm. is bad. Like let's. There's a fucking difference. You know, everything is so weird now. Well, are you gonna vote for Caitlyn Jenner? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know who the options are. <laughs> uh, She's ready to transform California. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not a fan of anyone that gets away with vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. You know? Because uh, they're rich. Yeah. For sure. I can't imagine. I can't imagine a world where Caitlyn Jenner's the governor and, I mean, who would be her vice? I mean, the Terminator was. Yeah, that's right. The Terminator was. But he's pretty cool. That one I'll give a pass because Terminator 2, yeah, bro. Right. Terminator's a Terminator. I don't think that's I was old enough movie. to vote, but I ain't going to lie. I'd be like, T2? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's great. I, I've, I could yeah, watch that cool. any, every, any day. Every day is the best action movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. good. Oh, she yeah. still holds up. God damn, James, Cam- James Cameron. You're fucking genius, bro. I forgot James Cameron made that. He's made the best movies. I heard he's a big dick, but who cares? When you make yeah. that good... Thank you, sir. God oh, bless so this nice guy. Austin. Austin's, uh, Austin's when you make that good of movies, you could be a dickhead. Hell yeah. I don't oh, give a fuck. Yeah. I won't speak up. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, I completely forgot that he made that. That, that was one of the fucking best goddamn movies. Alien. That's the, one where he, that's the one where he ends with the thumb up and he goes in the lava. Yeah. Yeah. Terminator 2, greatest action movie T2. ever. But maybe John Wick. Those are my two favorites. I, oh, I haven't even seen John Wick. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> That's what I've been telling <laughs> him for so go- so long. I've been best telling him, bro. shoot 'em up movie I've ever oh, seen yeah. in my life. And Keanu Reeves is so Reeves badass. so fucking dope. Do you have to yeah. watch them like, in sequence? To no, watch them one, two, three? it's a They're gun movie. Yeah. Okay, it right. doesn't need to. Yeah. It has a storyline, but it's all the same. Yeah. He just all kills I know, everybody. The first one actually is somewhat realistic. Yeah. After that, I hate the fans too. Everyone's a hater. They're like, he didn't even. It's like, it, it's a movie, guys. Yeah, like, it's right. unrealistic. He took on nine thousand men. Yeah, it's a fucking movie. Right. It's action. Yeah. yeah. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Obviously, it's not realistic. Right. It's insane. Yeah, they're awesome, man. I like it. I, I want to see it because Bo Bond's in it. The dude from the Mavs, the the tall dude. He is the I tall dude with him. the big ears. Yeah, he's a bad guy. And I, I've seen the scene where he's in a grocery store and like huh. John Wick beats his ass. He's like a he's like an eight foot tall. Big giant looking oh, guy. Oh, looks like okay. Andre the Giant. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know that guy was a ball player. Yeah, he's a pro basketball player. Oh, that's huh. fantastic. Yeah, he's that's great, awesome. dude. Yeah, watch John Wick. I'm going to. I'm watch I, it the first one's the best. Start there, but okay. it doesn't matter. All right, I'll watch it tonight. But it's so hey, good. Gotcha. I'm gonna binge him tonight. He he took it took him forever to get me to watch Trailer Park Boys too. I just started watching Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> oh my god, I love that show. It's so good. Rest in so peace. Funny. Was it Randy? It's he, all right. The alcoholic uh, pass. Jim. Jim. Jim Leahy. That's right. <laughs> Did he just die? Yeah. He died a year oh, or so ago. Yeah. A year or two ago. Dude, that show's so John funny. John Dunsworth. Yeah, it was funny as fuck. You gotta be super. Bubbles. You gotta be fucking oh, yeah. stuff. Fucking classic. bubbles, dude. <laughs> That's Stealing one nice carts. fucking kitty right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're classic characters, man. And you can see the evolution of the show if you watch it like from the beginning. Yeah. It's like so grainy and like you filmed it with your little handheld. Yeah, and then it gets the that's production the, that's quality. That's a perfect example of those guys just made something out of nothing. Out of nothing, you know, at all. Fucking camera. The production on this show is better than them in a the hundred, yeah, hundred know, right? times. Yeah, and then it just—they're funny, and yeah. then it just kept going. Yeah, it was it just kept, like some friends made some shit on. Yeah, the it was just like fucking CKY, right? Yeah, like they, oh yeah, they, they started like CKY. Just oh, dude, just, I watched that in high school. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that I was remember, everything to us. That freestyle by that one for yellow. I never. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, Hello. Dude. Oh, man. CKY is what got me started in everything. Uh, everything. All my buddies started jumping off buildings. Yep, yeah. Like but we didn't even film it. It was just for pain. Uh, really? It was so stupid. Oh, we yeah. filmed it. Yeah, luckily no. Danny filmed everything. I started filming. We didn't it was have a for camera. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> we just have the memory. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the broken bones. Yeah. Oh, my God. We got in so much fucking yeah. trouble. I feel like that CKY era, that when they started making those document, those videos and posting those, selling the DVDs, that, that, was awesome. that must have inspired so so many fucking oh, yeah. kids. Oh yeah, millions. I mean, just I met Dunn at at a club once, 
Oh, man, rest really? In peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Fuck. Uh, I was hammering on XC. It was like Vegas. I was like, <laughs> fucking Ryan Dunn, bro. And he's like, yeah. I was like, you're my hero, dude. And he's like, all right. And that was the it. random hero. He was cool. He gave me yeah. a hug, dude. Really? I was a sweaty, all drugged out kid. He's like, fuck yeah, bro. And I just remember it was real kind words. It was a club. And he's yelling in my ear. He's like, that's awesome. Yeah. And I don't know why. I just remember saying, like, I fucking love you and Led Zeppelin, bro. <laughs> I just named so those two sick. things. I guess it's good company to Hell be in. yeah. Uh, you know, obviously fans of a lot of shit, but yeah, Ryan Dunn, Jackass, that whole crew, CKY. Yeah. Bam's fucking going Bam, downhill. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a, a perfect example. Basket case he, right he now. He stayed too long. Yeah. He's on like he Marilyn Manson's level. Yeah. Yeah, I could see him at Marilyn Manson's house. Oh, yeah, <laughs> all the time. For yeah. sure. They're, I mean, they're, he's fucking just watching his social media. It's so fucking it's sad to see him just spiral it's so like that. sad, just spiraling. He's all bloated. He's puking on camera. It yeah. looks like he's going to die. Bam. I love you, bro. Get sober, man. Yeah. yeah. Go Ibogaine, bro. Ibogaine. Hell yeah. Marys. It's like, yeah. go do what you got to do. Yeah. If rehab ain't working, go to Peru. Do ayahuasca and Ibogaine. Yeah. He's You're going to fucking never die, done man. Yeah. You've done it? Not the Ibogaine. I've okay. done Ayahuasca, though. How was that? It was pretty cool. Yeah. That was good. I mean, it wasn't like a super relief of everything pulled out of me, but it's definitely a very spiritual, mental yeah. thing to yeah. go through, and it's really good for you, for sure. Yeah, there's no guarantee of that. Like, that, right. that war dude, it, it that I was like his fifth one, you know? You, really? Yeah, and that's know. when it, he was like, oh, yeah. I finally got yeah. rid of the thing yeah. I was trying to get rid of. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I wasn't really trying to get rid of anything, I don't think, when I took it. Yeah. He used to have a high enough dose. His tolerance is too high. Double down. Baby. Double down, double brother. Down. Next time I would double down for sure. So I guess Sweet. that's the process. It's like it's such a, you know, hellful experience of puking and shit in your pants yeah. Yeah. If you that have you have a rebirth yeah. process uh, and it cleanses you. Of all, you mm-hmm. purge. You know, that's, like that's the, the story. Bad energy yeah. leaves yeah, you. Yeah, just like a that. rebirth. You're just like, oh, fuck. You shed that bullshit you've been holding on, whatever the fuck it is, childhood trauma, war, mm-hmm. fighting, yeah. abuse, I don't know. Whatever. Dude, if I, eat, if I eat too much of an edible, I feel that way. I'm telling you, I fucking nah, start. that's different, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's different. That, that's just, just anxiety. Yeah. I just got to just gotta step it up. I got I to gotta start, yeah, you're not I gotta start building my tolerance level. higher. <clears throat> Craig, thanks for doing this, bro. I Thank really appreciate you. it. Yeah, tell man, people that are, tell everybody where yeah, they can find you all your here? shit. Oh, I'm sorry, that was too My many. Questions. What's, that? What's that? What's that? I was saying, how long are you here? What are you, are you doing? I'm shows? Uh, three, uh, four more shows. Saturday, Sunday. Come get these jokes, baby. Hell yeah! Uh, tell them where they can follow you and uh, listen Craig to your Craig P. Conant on all social media platforms. CraigConant.com. I'm touring. I got 43, 45 cities this year. Yeah. Uh, go to my shows. You know, it's, it is, I, this is my foot in the door tour. This is my first headline tour. Cool, man. So Sick, fucking man. Um, make me look good. Have them bring me back, everybody. I love you all, and thank you. Hell yeah, yeah bro. Thanks for thank coming. You. Thanks again. Thank you. Goodbye, world. Peace. <laughs>